Welcome to Local Matters, the radio show about all things affecting Central Kentucky with Alan Stein and Skip Elliott. Brought to you by Citizens Commerce. Switch one time for a lifetime. Welcome to Local Matters, a service of LM Communications Radio Group. Brought to you by Citizens Commerce Bank. Switch one time for a lifetime. I'm Skip Elliott with my co-host. We just got off a round of... Uh, tetherball, it's Alan Stein. <laughs> and we won. Yes, we did. Yeah, we, that was we so exciting. Him. Oh, so exciting. <laughs> and with us is Linda Malonis with Lick the Plate of Lexington. It's a blog. Talks about food, what's going on here in town. Hi, Linda. Hi, how are you doing? Doing good. We're glad to have you here. This is, uh, Thank you. Uh, as, as our listeners know who follow us, uh, we're usually talking about heavy projects and ideas and concepts throughout the city from economic development to politics to school and education, et cetera. We want to lighten things up, and you were the perfect person uh, to have to, to bring in for these conversations. So first of all, uh, we're going to be talking today about food and the restaurant scene and what's happening in Lexington trend-wise. So if you don't mind, just give us a little bit of background about you. What most people won't know is your NASA connection. So <laughs> let, you know, let's spice it up a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. I worked at NASA at Johnson Space Center in Houston for about 20 years. And I started out in 1981 after the first shuttle flight. And uh, it was a little bit difficult to get into that business because uh, I was a woman. And uh, we had, we were, they were having to meet quotas, so I was at the right place at the right time, and I appreciated every opportunity I was given. And I worked my way up to engineering and work in, worked in mission control. I was certified in, in six flight control positions and then worked in the astronaut office for four years to help with space station design. Now, I'm up here in Lexington, and I love to eat food. And so, <laughs> well, that makes you <laughs> unique there in Lexington. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is one of the best places to eat food. I'm telling well, this you. used to be one of the biggest uh, uh, franchise places for test markets. Right. Oh, they, really? Oh, yeah. I, I actually think we still are, Skip. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, Lexington, uh, I grew up in the restaurant business, and we knew about that all along. But any new uh, uh, franchise would use Lexington amongst their five or six test markets because we're uh, a pretty cosmopolitan yes. and universal kind of city. So it's it's fun. And, we, and we've had plenty of startups here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, right now, right. Uh, restaurants are just taking over. Right, over. right. And I, I hope to get into that here pretty soon, too, in, in my, my little speech today. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I, I wanted to talk about my blog. It's Lick the Plate Lexington, and the, how it got started is I went to Athenian Grill over on Locust Hill. And uh, my, my grandfather is from Athens, Greece, so I have a Greek background. And um, Ilias, the owner, he made us something special that it's not on the menu, and it was called melanomy. Melanomy? I don't know how to say it, but it was so good. It was a piece of feta, and it was coated with a crispy coating and sesame seeds and with the honey drizzle. And I took a bite, and it made me tear up. And I've never teared up eating food before. The only time, the only, you know, when I, it's an emotion that you feel when you eat. The only time that's ever happened is either after good or bad sex. So, you know, I've cried. You should cry for both of those. <laughs> I know. That's what, that's the only time. So I, I'm kind of relating it to that. And so 
Um, I thought about Lick the Plate Lexington, and I'm looking for that next culinary climax. So, uh, and and I'm hoping to find it. And I have a couple of places. So I started this blog, and if it's if it's Lick the Plate worthy, I will lick the plate and take a picture of it, post it, talk about it, talk, meet the chef, take a picture of the chef, take a picture of of the server because that's key. But uh, so anyway, my favorite food. Well, let me ask you this, Alan. What's your favorite food? Well, I'm a lamb chops guy. Oh, yeah. If they're done the right way with just the right touch of garlic and rosemary. Ooh, that sounds good. Do you have a place here in Lexington that you like that to get that at? Well, there are, are a couple of places. Uh, Dudley's always does it very well. Um, but, you know, I... I pretty good chef myself so. are you yeah hmm. I, I get that at hmm. home <laughs> you might have to take me to your culinary bed sometime <laughs> and what about you skip i like uh good beef tenderloin though my oh. uh, hopefully my cardiologist isn't listening <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i i cook those out best by myself with my wife and we we do them buy them over at the store bring them in and things like that don't do a lot of eating out outside of lunch Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite is 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 beef. Any any cut, as long as it melts in my mouth. Yes. And it makes me curl my toes, and my eyes start rolling back in my head, <laughs> and then I say to the chef, "Mmm, I'll take another with my eggs in the morning." <laughs> so, you know, just, like I said, looking for that next culinary climax. Okay. So. <laughs> Let's move on a little bit. <laughs> Tell us about some of the areas in Lexington that are really building up to be foodie areas. Okay, the the areas that are building up uh, that I've noticed are in uh, Hamburg, the Hamburg area, Summit, of course, uh, around the mall, downtown, absolutely downtown, Beaumont, Palomar area over there in that side of town. Brandon Crossing is building up. Uh, they just added a new Drake's. Uh, those are kind of the areas I've noticed. North side of town, not so much. Uh, especially not so much in the fine dining. It's, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit more local cafes kind of places. What about the North Limestone area? There seem to be, and, oh, that's and exploded. Walton, there seem to be a lot of places around there. Yeah, yeah, that too, yeah. Well, that's, uh, so we're really a, a budding food yes. uh, environment here in Lexington, right? right. So let's, uh, let's talk about how that works. The trends are, there are a lot of restaurants seem to be coming in all the time, and we'll, we might want to touch on a few of those. But at the same time, let's talk about the economies of that, because there seem to also be a number of places who don't make it when new places come in. Absolutely. And I will talk about the bad news first, which, which are the closures. And that Bennigan's, you know, Bennigan's came in, they tried it here. And they, they filed in, in 2008, they filed Chapter 7. And uh, they went from 250 stores to nationwide to 15. Yeah. Yeah. And so this guy, Paul Mang, I can't pronounce his last name, but he bought the company in 2015 along with Steak and Ale. I don't know if they had a Steak and Ale here, but they did in Houston, and it was great. We used to have a Steak and Ale really? a long time ago. Yeah, and see, you know, it went away. So a lot of the 80s-type restaurants, right. you know, Bennigan's Fridays, TGI Fridays, right. um, they they couldn't keep up with the, 
the changing times and and so they still had those old menus and you know they're still trying to work with with cash systems instead of point of sale and and so um but anyway so but Bennigan's is is they're doing the small market strategy which I think is c cool and it's paying off for them where they start in the small towns and you know work their way up and it provides employment for those small areas mm -hmm. and people come you know say like Shelbyville is an example you know you want right. to it, it's close to Louisville but who wants to go to have to drive into big city to have a you know a good meal and so they're they're reaching out there you know Chatham's closed Apple Applebee's closed, Friday's closed, Brasabana closed. You know, Brasabana is a great example. That is a was a wonderful restaurant. Yes. Mm -hmm. The Cuban food there yes. uh, and Chef Miguel were just awesome. And yet uh, they've closed, and they now they're the Lexington right, Diner, right. which is a good good deal also. But talk to us about um, why we're seeing so many closings. All right. Okay. So, so, um, so the, some of the current trends are the, uh, according to toasttab.com, 59% of the restaurant owners say that staffing is the biggest challenge to success. And according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, 73% turnover rate is what they have. Wow. 73% is high. Is that front of house, back of house, or both? It is everything 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 wages are terrible there's no benefits good employees stay where they're the owners and managers offer the hard worker the the hard workers the benefits or all workers benefits a stable environment opportunities for growth from dishwasher you start off as a dishwasher you want you want an opportunity to get to grow and to to become something you don't want to be a dishwasher forever no, no. so you know you want to you, you know you're you aspire to be a chef you, you well, not not everybody. A lot of people do it because they just need work and they right. need to earn some money. You know, students and stuff like that. Right. But um, so so it's you know there's a lot of a lot of uh, restaurants they don't keep up with the changing times. Our society is changing. People have are on special diets. If you don't change your menu to accommodate the changes that are happening, then you're not going to succeed. The other thing that's happening is that um, there's a lot of uh, people are ordering online. They're either picking up or having it delivered by Grubhub or whatever. A lot of the chains aren't working, you know. Oh, over at the Summit, they've already had a closure. Ted's Montana Grill closed at the Summit, uh, but that's an example um, of a closure. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to sure why but the other thing too is that they've got to stay up with the technology technology mean, meaning that they need to implement a point of sale system which keeps up with everything including the orders i mean it does everything it includes the orders the expediting uh you know where it goes in you know where what table it goes to and all that it keeps up with inventory so that if you uh you know i mean it's just so you just run a report at the end of the night it's got everything you need and so it businesses restaurants that open have got to keep up with that okay so you think that then uh, a lot of the closures have to do with internal problems are there external forces at play here too Lots of new restaurants opening, new new places, competition. You know, the competition here, I don't think there is competition here because I'll tell you why. So many uh, so many of them group together, like uh, Dupree. Uh, Tom Evans at Dupree Catering is teamed with Lexington Diner, Karen right. West, and, and Chef Jeremy over at, at Jeremy Ashby at Azure. So right. that's a group. And then you've got uh, Malone's, their BHG group. Right. And then you've got, oh, um, uh, Wida, Wida Michelle. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, she's got 
t- uh, she's a restaurateur. She has probably eight restaurants locally. Yeah. Something like that. It's, yeah. it's just amazing. Well, she's a force. Yeah. <laughs> she, and, and her restaurants are good. Yes. And, and yeah. they and they're sustainable. Yeah. So yeah. They are you're you're some of the things you were talking about. Uh, you can see in Weta Michael's. They've places. implemented those, yeah. yes, yeah. and it, that's why they're successful. And um, yeah, and uh, you know, the, there's more people going out to eat too. They have their high expectations are high. The experience you get at a at a restaurant when you go out to a restaurant starts when you walk into the door. You've got to have service, good service. It has to be. It has to be good and it has to be consistent, just like your food. It has to be consistent, or I'm not going back. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. know, you you want to, you want an experience to remember, uh, not a bad experience. You're hearing Local Matters, a service of LM Communications Radio Group, brought to you by Citizens Commerce Banks, which one time for a lifetime, we're with Linda Malonis of Lick the Plate Lexington, a pretty good blog that we want you to check out. Linda, let's talk a little bit about what's coming in for 2019. Oh, 2019. All right. We've got a, we, the City Development Center. Um, that's going to have... Uh, the name of the the city Jeff, center. Jeff uh, city center city center Jeff Ruby's right. Jeff Ruby's is coming in I that that's the talk of the town right now mm-hmm. is Jeff Ruby's I can't wait to try I'm gonna see it <laughs> I'm gonna see about how their stakes are <laughs> okay also there's a uh, on West Short Roulette restaurant it's a, a Cajun Creole French fusion that's gonna be interesting now where is that going to be on West Short. On West Short, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, there's the Lexington Diner location. They're going to be – something's going to be in there. Uh, the uh, That's downtown. Yes, yes. Right. Uh, over – On Limestone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, New Mexican Restaurant is opening over in Beaumont area. Uh, and I, I see the Beaumont area picking up too because they – Got all those office buildings over there. They've got to have something. Plus, closer. there's a pretty sizable neighborhood out there. As well. Yes, absolutely. And, and Azure is a wonderful restaurant mm-hmm. to anchor the food scene out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's Beaumont Bar and Grill. Donna, she cooks the best food. Uh-huh. It's right next to Azure right. too. Yeah, but uh, the current the uh, I I see a lot of the current trends are the farm to table versus locally resourced. Um, they're going to be more popular. I can see, uh, of course, the ordering online is going to really take off. In fact, they're going to, a lot of restaurants are, they don't have room. There's so much online ordering that they don't have room to stage the food to get ready for delivery or pickup. Could that become a problem at some time? Oh, yeah. Because the the restaurants just don't have enough room for it. There's so many, so many people. So they're having to adapt. Yes. For sure. And, And that could be modifying, you know, having to to reconstruct and remodel to, to adapt space. and So what about some future trends then in the business itself, but specific to Lexington? Okay. Um, uh, I see that, you know, that they, they have these restaurants designed for delivery, kind of like what I was talking about, and these ghost restaurants. Like Columbia Steakhouse, their model that they have, where you can't go in and sit down. Is delivery only or pickup? That's the express, yeah. Yeah, yeah Columbia the express. Steak express. On, right, right. The express. Right. Uh-huh. But their restaurant is still open on, Winch- on right. Richmond Road. Right, it and is. And downtown, downtown, of course. Yes. Yeah. yes, they are. But but the express one is what I think a lot of restaurants are going to start doing that. And and it cuts down on labor costs, too. Sure. The, the other thing I see are, are zero-waste kitchens, people, the kitchens that are 
uh, like-minded to to the community and you know uh, sure. environment conscious because you want to go. A lot of people want to go to restaurants that are like that, and they want to support them. Is that what we know is locally sourced? Locally sourced versus farm fresh. Uh, farm fresh is can be anywhere. It, it's it's regional. So if they if like we get pineapples from they want to get them directly from Hawaii. There's no there's no place right. that it stops. It comes directly to whoever orders it. Okay. And then locally sourced mainly refers to meats uh, because it's not regional and you can get those anywhere and um, get the meat anywhere. But I I would this is what I would like to see and that is a you know they they have a lot of farms around here, a lot of barns that aren't being used. They, they, a lot of people have been turning those barns into wedding venues. Right. So that's why not a restaurant venue, a restaurant space, and and that's truly farm to table. Yeah. I well, mean, you know, kind of like Maggie's Farm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Bob Dylan said. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. As we wrap up here, then tell us about what the future of Lick the Plate is. Lick the Plate. Okay. The future of Lick the Plate, you know, anybody can be a critic. There's Yelp, open, there's Open Table, TripAdvisor. There's it's Facebook. At Facebook, <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I have a challenge, and I am challenging the community to lick the plate. So I want you to take a picture of your food, and if it moves you emotionally, take another picture of licking the plate and email it to lickthepletelex at gmail.com. The winner of the challenge is going to receive a $100 discount on my DJ services at DJ Dames of Lexington. There wow. you go. Well, there you go. Well, this has been really an interesting <laughs> kind of flyby in uh, in Lexington restaurant scene. Linda, thank you for being You're here. You're welcome. Thank we, you for having me. This has been a lot of fun. We'll have to do this again. <laughs> okay. Definitely. This has been Local Matters, the service of LM Communications Radio Group, brought to you by Citizens Commerce Bank. Switch one time for a lifetime. See you next time for the next edition of Local Matters. You've been listening to Local Matters, the radio show about all things affecting Central Kentucky, brought to you by Citizens Commerce. Switch one time for a lifetime. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of LM Communications Broadcast Media Group affiliates or sponsors.